Hey, hey, everybody, how's it going? My name is Claire Bartlett, and you're watching Me and My Racket. And today on the show, we have Coach Colleen. Colleen, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. How are you? Hey, great, great. Thanks. Well, hey, Colleen, I just want to um, read a quick bio for our listeners and viewers. So everybody, Colleen is the tennis director of North Atlanta Tennis Academy at the Riverside uh, Club in Sandy Springs, Georgia. And he has been since 2015. He's also been the co-owner of two academies, the head pro at the UTA in uh, Marietta, and head pro at Nick Saviano's in Sunrise, Florida. And he's coached on the WA to, WTA through 2005. And before that, he coached in Bosnia. Colleen has his master's degree in sports management and his bachelor's in education and sports with a major in tennis coaching. So Colleen, welcome to the show. <laughs> Again, thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah. uh, I've, uh, I look forward to, to have a good, uh, good time, uh, yeah. in, in this 45 minutes. Yeah. 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 Well, what's, um, how are you doing? What's going on in your world this week? <laughs> uh, it's all good. It's like, we start, uh, I start my, my daughter's coach, uh, my, my daughter's soccer team. My daughter is eight years old and, uh, that, that, that's fun. You know, I'm doing that in the spring and the fall that's the fourth season. And and that that's uh, that's fun. Uh, I, I like besides besides tennis, I like to to be part of my my daughter's uh, soccer that she likes because she I keep trying to get her into tennis and now it seems like she she wants to play again, uh-huh. but uh, it has to be it's, it has to come from her and I don't want to push her too hard because I know uh, with her personality if I push her too hard she's gonna back up. But uh, now she's she's coming to our program to once a week, and I'm trying to hit one more time uh, with her, and that's uh, I enjoy that. And I love that spring coming up; it's my favorite season, and uh, it's the probably the busiest uh, part of the year, spring and and uh, the fall. And uh, I enjoy I enjoy working with uh, with all the kids here in our our academy and with uh, with adults as well. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, I want to dive into a little bit of your story and like how you got involved in ten- with tennis initially and like, you know, your junior career, you got up to the top 10 juniors in Romania. Um, so can, t- can you tell us a little bit about that and kind of your career leading up until now? Yes, my my mom played uh, my mom played basketball and my father played volleyball, but they both like tennis and uh, they got me exposed when I was almost six. And uh, I had a I had a great coach, first coach. I still keep in touch with him, and uh, <clears throat> I, I I loved it from from the beginning. And um, uh, we it was completely different, uh, like how how was there and how is how is here. And I, we obviously as a coaches need to change, but we had we basically stay in a summer the whole day. I'll spend on the club there. Like yeah. I'll, we have a beautiful club with a swimming pool and the mom will drop me there and pick me up in the evening or I'll ride my bicycle. Since I was seven years old, I was riding my bicycle home and uh, it was pretty safe then. Now, I don't know if I'll be comfortable with my daughter if I'll live there to live because there are way more cars and, and, and therefore it makes it more difficult and more riskier. Uh, but that was my, my life there uh, at, the, at the club and I really love the Riverside Club because I just told Mike, uh, I have a lesson today with a lady who's been hitting for like nine years. She does less. And when I say, I always feel here like, like I'm, I'm home because the, the Riverside Club has a lot of trees. Like back in Romania, it was one of the most beautiful clubs that I, 
I, I was lucky to, to grow up in. Yeah. And um, yeah, we played, it was more difficult in, in Romania. It's a little bit more challenging in a winter because they, we didn't have many indoor facilities. But then my mom took me to play basketball more and I'll play tennis maybe only two days a week because the indoor courts were so, so expensive. But the, the rest of the year, because in, in Romania, it's, it's just for the people to know, it's pretty cold. It's like New York, the weather, upstate New York. We have four seasons. And that's why in the winter you need you need indoor courts in order to play, but uh, yeah we we I had we had a great time and it was a very good healthy good and healthy competition between the clubs and uh, I wish to see here more here and I'm trying to we're trying to do it here and I'm doing with my ex business partner Terry Mill Park Kelly Ann and we're gonna actually combine the kids together to be basically we we allowed the clubs allowed the kids to come in a different facilities and then we competed with each other and they didn't have to pay extra. We just for the match play, right. the kids were able to play with each other and that's why make us so, so much better. And it was very rarely was a kid who left the club to go to a different club it was almost, you're proud. You're part of that club and you try to compete. And there was a healthy competition. I mean, out of that system, I mean, Dina Galovic, she's here in, in Atlanta. She she was 52 in the world, WTA. And then we have Ryan Lukic. He was All-American. He was top five in playing college tennis here, played number one for UNC. He, and that just for my city, we have in a whole city maybe 24 courts. And we had a lot of, I mean, other players who play here in college. And and most of them, they stay here. One One guy came back to Romania, but it was like, Every, everybody during that time wanted to be like Pete Sampras and Andy Agassi. Like it's like on the on the men's side, like we want to be the the best in the world. The mindset like that. Oh, nobody got so so good, but uh, everybody had in their mind, I want to be a professional tennis player. And nobody knew that much about college. I actually didn't know much about it. That's why I graduated from from Romania. I love what I see here with the college tennis. If you have a coach that really cares about you as a person not just a player i mean the opportunity that the players because it's a tough sport and now finally it's not all about yourself it's about the team and i think it teaches a lot of lessons for for life right right yeah also you know you've worked with a ton of high performance players um from Alejandro marino and benjamin Koch and kevin king um and you did coaching as well as physical conditioning with them. So can you talk just a little bit about like the qualities you saw in the, those players versus like like how they got them to that level and what kind of the difference was? Yes, the, the, with Kevin, I did physical conditioning for, for three years. And then lately, lately in his career, he's, uh, he had, I help him a little bit on the tennis side, but I become a big, big fan on physical conditioning because because of me i mean i was number two in romania on the paper when i was in boys 14 and under but even then i knew there were probably five or six boys that i'll lose to even on the paper i look good because during that time you play more tournaments you have better ranking yeah. and uh, I, I i used to play a lot and i realized i started late and if i'll start it earlier i'll be much better and uh, with kevin he came he came out of two hip surgeries and when we start working out and I mean, the drive that the guy had, I mean, it was, it was one of my best experience working with him because he was so motivated. The guy graduated from Georgia Tech with 4.7 uh, as a mechanical engineer. 
I mean, yeah. that's, that's very rare to have, to have a level of uh, like the knowledge that he had and he could work, he would work probably and get way more money as an engineer graduate. And he still wanna, his goal was to get to, to the top hundred. Yeah. And he got, I mean, he got from 860 to 162 was the highest in, in about two years, but mm-hmm. it's just the motivation and the passion that he had. And this is what I, I have too. I just love the sport. I love the game. And when I have someone who wants so much, I mean, I, I just give everything. And we, we had a, we had a great, great relationship. And, uh, and now he's a, he's a man's man coach for the Georgia Tech, and he's he's a just he's a great guy and unfortunately with his injuries he could not fulfill his um his goals wanted to be uh, a top 100 ATP player but uh he got to 162 and is amazing achievement after having two two hip surgeries oh yeah and yeah. And, and Alejandro I had him from since he started playing tennis for eight years and this is from eight to 16 and then his his father they moved to Knoxville and he's, he's working now with the amazing coach. He's in great hands. And with Alejandro, the, he's playing very well right now. He just beat the 13.6 UTR. Um, UTR for the people to know it's something that it, it, it's good and bad. Depends how much you look at it, but it's something to know. It's, 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 it's helpful, especially for the coaches who recruit here. Or when parents tell me how great their kids are, just to know you have more reality. It's because it's pretty accurate just to know where the, the kids' level are to, to put it in. Alejandro basically finished number two in the nation in 18 and under in USDA ranking. And he thought he's going to go to Tennessee. And, and uh, they didn't take him. And I think that was the best thing happened to him, in my opinion, because that motivated. That's like two ways for the players will take it. Oh. And not COVID came and he was sure he lives in Knoxville. He thought he's going to go there. And yeah. uh, then they, they didn't want him. They, they want other players. And then that, that motivated to take his, his game to the next level. And uh, he's, he just beat two months ago, I think, he beat number three from Tennessee, who plays for them right now in the tournament. And, and he split sets with the number one from them. And he's, he's competing. And I'm so happy he, he, went, he finally decided to go to Auburn. And uh, he's, he's going to have a great coach, Bobby Reynolds. I work a couple of times with him and Bobby playing on the tour just a couple of times. And, and, and Bobby, I think, will help too. Alejandro wants to be a professional ten, tennis player. And I think he's going to help him to, to achieve his, his goals and, and get, get the, his uh, tennis to the, to the next level. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's the drive that these kids are. I mean, it's, just, it's a lot of hard work and the motivation to come every day to try to improve, to get better. This is what separates uh, some kids from the other. And obviously they have to have talent and mm-hmm. all these, these kids have some talent, but ta- talent it means for me nothing if you don't put the work and you have uh, other qualities that to take it to the next and the discipline to, and the respect that, that uh, we, we emphasize here at, uh, at NATA. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, can you talk a little bit more about um, Nata and like, you know, the day in, day out, like what's, what goes on and, um, you know, what you find, it's kind of a two-pronged question, so that, and then what you find you're coaching your um, clients the most on as far as, um, you know, the mental game of tennis, because it's not all physical, so. Yes, like Nata since 2015, I'm here actually in April, I'll have 10 years since I'm here. I have for three and a half years, Nova Davu, who was my business partner. 
and we we did great things together and then he took different path he's working now at UTN since 2015 I have a business partner his name is Michael Kreider and it's a it's a great combination I feel here because he's uh he's amazing with uh with with adults and kids who play more recreational tennis and I'm involved most of with with a lot of recreational tennis as well but I I like to to work with kids who have like goals I prefer those kids that I see multiple times a week because I, I feel like I have more impact in their life than having, seeing a kid just, just once a week for, for a private. Uh, and we have, I mean, we have four hard courts at uh, the Riverside Club, two clay courts, and that's a great, I, I love having the clay courts just teaching the kids on the young age how to slide, which yeah. is, it's, 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 not, it's, it's not easy, as you know. Yeah. Um, and we have, like, this season, I look up, we have four Alta junior teams, four men's teams, four women's teams, and we have program from, from beginners to advanced. And I have a, a we, we have also a high performance program um, <clears throat> during, during the day. I'm not, I'm not big on high uh, homeschooling, but every, every kid has different paths. I just work with a kid, Elias Shokri, who if you're not homeschooled, he will not get into Georgia Tech. And I worked with him for like four years. He, he also spent a lot of time with Sanchez Casal here in Atlanta and in, in Florida as well. And uh, he, he just realized he wants to play pro- be a professional tennis player. And for him, that worked. But like I said, every kid is different. And I don't, I don't cur- encourage most of the kids that I have in, in the high performance program. They, they go to school. Just their school allowed them to take like one course off. And then they 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 can come at the earlier time and, and practice more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, you know, the afternoon programs is we. I just love even with. I love working with with almost every every level. Mm-hmm. Uh, my one of my favorite groups is is the the academy, which the kids are are more serious about it. Like I said, like the uh, they they play tournaments and and you asked me about that mental aspect because I I like. I like that a lot. Um, I, I'm big on with, with the kids on, on routines, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm big on uh, we are big on breathing. A lot of kids just to learn how to to relax, and yeah. and and it's we put a lot of accent on, on discipline, and I want the kids to help each other. Like every if I, if I feel like a kid doesn't fit in in our group, just I, I talk with the parents because when we're we are big believers here like we can help each other to grow like i wanted them to have that mentality and keep telling if you one day you want to play college tennis or not it's fine but you gotta it's it's such an individual sport and and but it's not all about you and right. and uh one we we want all the 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 kids to to push each other in a good way and um and we we also i I'm like, like I said, I'm a big believer in the physical conditioning we have. I could do that part too, but I feel if I push the kids in one way, if they hear from me so much from tennis, I want them to be pushed from, from on, on the physical conditioning on, uh, from someone else. And Stephen Lewis does the physical, he's, he's here, I think he's this seven or eight year, and he does a great job. I actually, even I'm a trainer, sometimes I go and work with him just it's more, it's not the physical part. And I think it's the mental because the guy pushes me. I never know if I'm going to faint or not. I didn't faint yet there, but he's pushing you to that limit. And, and I like that. <laughs> yeah. 
I, 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 I like I like how he, he he knows how far to to push and and get the the best out of these kids. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm um, going a little different direction. Who have been your mentors um, throughout your your journey, your tennis journey? Uh, my first mentor was was in Romania, the physical condition guy, that Doro Miklaus is his name. That I started working with him because prior to him, I I worked work out with other guy and that guy was always trying to kill us and like getting like I barely walk and I, I didn't like that feeling every time was like so intense that it get to the limit but this guy actually fine he he was so gifty and learned how to push us just to the limits but and also understand how important that physical condition is for 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 tennis because we put more accent in in especially in Europe, Europe compared with with what's happening in United States, just to compare a little bit, is more act, more emphasis on the on the legs, like the 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 if the feet are in the right position, you can hit the ball, which which here a lot of kids have good technique, but they don't know how to move. And I think the if you can find that middle way, you 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 you're balanced. <laughs> Uh, but he was one of the ones Saviano when I first came to United States, he was great for me. Um, he learned also that this Saviano is one of the best coaches in the world. I mean, mm -hmm. looking at his, his results with how many players that he worked and, uh, Saviano was, was great for me also make me understand the difference and what's, what's the difference United States and how my English was, was, was very bad. And he, he was had a lot of patience with me and, mm -hmm. and tell me how, how the different culture is here and how should I talk with the kids. And, and, and he was, he was great every time. When I listened to Jim Lore, I learned something. This is what I did a, a mental toughness training, and he he made me think different. He made me ask myself questions: How can I do better, and what do I offer? What do we offer to the kids? Because back in Romania, working with the best players and coming here and having most recreation is like I have to find a reason. Okay, what can I? How can I help these kids? Even the kids comes once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. Our goal is to know, like. 20 years later, what they're going to become and knowing that through tennis, I help them in their life, their focus or their discipline and, and uh, other character traits. Mark Kovac is one of my mentors. I did with him the, the physical condition. Listening to Mark, I always learn something and he's, he's, he's awesome. I'm always, I like the science and what's back. It's, it's evolving. A lot of things evolving with tennis over, over the years. And uh, uh, yeah. Those and Tudor Tudor Bompa is is a is a one of my my mentors that I I actually talked to him. I had a privilege to learn his. Uh, yeah, he got 11, 11 uh, Olympic medals from five different sports, like athletes working under his his program. Is uh, and he has the highest highest reward in in United States. Even he's a Romanian and Canadian Canadian citizen. He has uh -huh. the highest reward on the strength and conditioning in United States and and Brazil. That's the, that's the funny thing about him, yeah. He's, he's, he was not recognized as much as Romanian, even he's, he's in Romania, but he has all the books translated in, in several languages. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Um, well, so when you're not around uh, the tennis court or around tennis, do you have any fun interests or hobbies? I know you said you and your daughter, you know, she's playing soccer, so that's a big thing. But that's, that's one, I, I love to dance. I dance salsa. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And that's that's one of my my passions, uh, and 
unfortunately with COVID, I didn't go as much, but now I got COVID in January and thank, uh. thanks God, thanks God I, I recover and I'm all good. And now I'm more comfortable to, to go out uh, and, and dance again. Yeah. But I love playing, I love playing tennis. Actually last year uh, I play, I play a tournament and I, this year I have the goal to, to play again. I love playing and I, I enjoy playing with my, my juniors. Uh-huh. Um, I like pickleball. Uh, that's, yeah, yeah, I, I, I like it. Every time in vacation, I don't have much time when I'm home. Even we have we have pickleball courts at the uh, at Riverside. Uh-huh. We we had the lines. We had the lines, uh, but um, and I I like to work out too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I I compete, the the, the fun thing is like. I compete. I can relate a lot of with with the kids and trying to help them because there are so many. For for me, it's like always try to make the the kids understand there are, there are two matches: the match that you play, you actually play, and the what's happening between the points. And this is so important: what your mind is and how how what your mind goes to. And that's why I thought I told you earlier: like the routines with the kids are are very important to see they have routines. They keep them. <clears throat> they keep them on the right path and when they start the the next point they are ready 100 percent to to play uh and not not keep staying negative from the last one like like one thing i'm big of like you got to finish the conversation the first three seconds after even you, you're not happy with the, what you did but you have three seconds if you if you finish that then then you can play a good next point and yeah. And if the kids get mad, I understand it. I tell them all the time, look at the best players, they get mad. But if yeah. you if you are not playing better the next point, is it worthy to get mad? That's like I always try to ask the questions to make them them think differently, to realize it's like it's a it's a habit and it can be a good one or a bad one, depends which which one you choose. Right. Yeah, definitely. Well, and it's um, tennis is our, it's funny because I always think about like at least in tennis you have a lot more chances like you have a lot of points in the game versus golf like if you hit one shot off then that's on your <laughs> your the rest of your hole you know so um, I feel like we get a lot of opportunities in tennis to like turn things around you know so <laughs> yes but. Well, um, we're going to switch gears a little bit and go to some rapid fire questions. So if you could have dinner with one to three people dead or alive, who would it be? Uh, I, I would say Paganini. Uh, he's uh, he's Feather physical trainer for a long year. I would like okay. to ask him some question. And Feather is my favorite player. I would like to have them both together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wim Hof is Wim the guy Hoff. that I... Wim Hof is the guy who does the breathing. I'm I'm following him like for like two years. I'm doing the cold showers and warm showers. Like I do like I mix up the the temperature and uh, keeps me keeps me healthy. And starting the day, visualize uh, I visualize a lot when I do his breathing methods. And I like to have him. And Anthony William is a guy that I follow lately about nutrition. Uh, Djokovic, I. After I read a lot about him, I heard that Djokovic got influenced by by him. He's he's here in the United States. Yeah, I'd like to ask him some some questions. Yeah. Uh, about but I'm I'm lately this is like my biggest thing is uh, uh, with the nutrition. Yeah. Nutrition. Because okay. it's such a such as I think I realized even on me because I had some gluten problems, but I, 
I realized since I cut the gluten, I'm actually feeling better on the court, moving better. Now for three years, I didn't want it to. It's my, my, my body cannot cannot handle uh, gluten anymore, but I realized it, it just helps helps me moving better on the court. Great. And I, I, yeah, I feel like everybody has to find what works for them because we are so different. Yeah, yeah. oh, definitely. Well, um, how about one surprising fact about yourself? Uh, going to the tournaments, I'll say when I was young by myself, which I'll never let my daughter doing that, but those different times. I mean, yeah. I, my father died when I was nine and my mom could, had to work. And sometimes I just, most of the time we'll have a coach going with us, but I still remember now going on the train during the night from Bucharest, the capital to Timisoara, which is eight hours. And I was 11 years old and I was in charge with a girl who is nine. Who is actually she's now in Chicago and a boy who is eight and I was in charge with them make sure they get safe home and I was 11 and uh -huh. there were some crazy times but luckily nothing bad happened and uh, we always have people obviously waiting for us at the train station knowing where, where to, to, to come off but there was uh, like during these days no way I'll let my daughter go like that there's different times this, 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 uh, these days but that was I thought it was crazy going oh, a couple of tournaments and just handle handle things at, at, at the young age which make me mature quicker mm -hmm. obviously yeah okay. um what about your favorite quote or affirmation um everything is possible with a willing mind my favorite and i like another one is like smile tomorrow is gonna be worse which you can take it in different ways but I always tell the kids it's not the worst day now you can you make it you make your words there, you can make it better. Just smile, figure out something good in it and, and try to make it try to make it better. Yeah. yeah. And um, what are you reading, watching, or listening to right now? Um I mean I'm reading the, the Bible almost every morning. I'm a I'm a Jesus believer. I, I, I like that to start the day with almost every day. And then I uh I listen to Anthony William, to Medical Medium. Like I said, lately I'm big on nutrition and there are some things that makes completely sense what, is, uh, what he says mm -hmm. and trying to help help more friends that I know they have health issues through the, through the diet. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, this is what I, I'm, I'm into now, more into the, like I said, into uh, nutrition. Yeah, cool. Well, lastly, is there anything we didn't touch on that you want to talk about or anything um, you want to promote, anything going on at Riverside that we need to know about? Yeah, we're, I mean, we're big believers here in multi-sports. That, that's why we have multi-sport uh, summer camps here. And we do, besides tennis, uh, the, the kids uh, play pickleball, play lacrosse, soccer, they swim. You play different, different games that helps with the uh, coordinations. Um, and also as a young age, I recommend to everybody like to pick up gymnastics, just the basics. I'm not I'm talking about high performance, like gymnastics, learning how to track and field the basics also to run and bas soccer, basketball, a great sports for, but any other lacrosse, where I encourage all, all the kids that work with me to go out and they don't have to come at a young age to spend, spend a lot of hours, uh, until they are like 11, 12. Uh, mm -hmm. while we, we see a lot of kids. I have a girl that I work with since she was uh, 
CSU was five. And I work on and off with her and just, I do private. She goes to a different place to, for her drills. And I talk with her mom and she told me this for her good friends, she just, they quit tennis and they were very good too. And this is like, I see with the, the kids just to make sure they don't burn out the other sports uh, also help on the long term. You're not, you might not be that as good in when you are in 12, but right. who I always think is more important to be better when you're 18, when you're, your chance is there to, to go to, to play college tennis if you want, or if not, you don't have to. I keep, I, I just want my kids to be happy and make, make the decision. It's not all about playing college tennis or that. That's opportunity. It's a great opportunity, I think, but it has to be their goals. And I'm trying, trying to figure out with each kid what, what they, they work best for them and what they makes happy and, and always make school a priority for them. I mean, it should be the priority because that, that's going to take them on the, on the long term being successful in, in, in life. And I look forward to, uh, to, to work with, with uh, any high performance, any hungry kids. They wanna, they wanna come and look, look, look forward now to, to build some, some kids. I have, we have, I have a couple of young ones that I started and I like to start it from, from young age to having, I have now, I can't believe, I, I look at the picture and I have this, this kid, Blake Starter. I say, I, he started with me when he was nine. Now he's 18. He's gonna go to Auburn. But he's gonna be he's gonna be a pilot. But he's not gonna play college tennis. Uh, but he could play club tennis, and I think he will because he still loves the game. And that's that's. I mean, we we I have this relationship. That's that's what I love about uh, what what we do, having a relationship with the uh, with the uh, kids for for a long time, and yeah. make sure they 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 succeed in life. That's more important than than uh, winning winning tennis matches. Right. Yeah, definitely. Well, Colleen, thanks so much for your time and spending it with us today. And it's been great talking with you. <laughs> Thank you for having me and yeah, right. enjoy the rest of the day. Yeah, thanks. And thanks to Pete Pastor um, for, for connecting us. And thanks to our listeners and viewers for tuning in. If you're on YouTube, you can like and subscribe down below. And we're on all the social media outlets and uh, podcast platforms. So you can find us there. So I hope you all have a great day and we'll talk to you later. Bye.